You're listening to The Preppy Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia May Marish, and I'll be interviewing the brands, businesses, and influencers who are keeping the modern preppy lifestyle alive. Each Tuesday, I'll bring you a new episode, but if you're craving more preppy, then shop the merch at thepreppypodcast.com and follow at The Preppy Podcast on social media. Hello and welcome back to the Preppy Podcast. I am so happy you guys are here. Um, I want to apologize for no episode last week. Uh, Things have been a little bit crazy with work and uh, a lot of family stuff going on. So I apologize for that Um, and want to let you know that this is the last episode of 2022. Um, As most podcasts do, I'm going to take a few weeks off and we'll be back in the new year uh, with some great new podcast episodes. So just a little heads up on that. Um, But we are going out with a bang. Today, I am interviewing Eliza from Paper by Eliza um, or Paper Eliza. And you guys are going to love hearing all about her. Um, I discovered her through the Southern Sea, I feel like, where I found out all about different businesses. Um, And I immediately fell in love with her beautiful stationery. It is so fabulous. Um, I worked with her to create a little crest of my own that has uh, my Jack Russell's and some wine and Pennsylvania's flower on it. Uh, So she's really great at making your vision come to life for weddings or just stationary in general um, and really capturing the couple or the individual and um, their personalities and interests. So definitely uh, have a listen to today's episode and I hope you guys enjoy it. All right. So why don't you let everyone know who you are, where you live and what you do? Hello, my name is Eliza Bishop. I live in Birmingham, Alabama, and I own a custom wedding paper shop, Paper Eliza. And your pieces are so cool, which we're going to talk about obviously a little bit later, but I always like to start towards the beginning. So what was your childhood like? Were you entrepreneurial? Were you someone that was creative as a kid? Um, Tell me a little bit about growing up. Of course. So I grew up in Spartanburg, South Carolina, and I I feel like I never really, what I like, my dream job kind of changed, you know, as a kid year from year. But what always stayed consistent and the same was that it was always my dream to own my own business. I just, Mm -hmm. I was constantly, whether it was like jewelry making or I would do like wrapping gifts for people in my neighborhood or running girls camps or baking, it was like if I saw, if people were willing to pay money for something that I could offer them, it was now my business. I was just like obsessed with creating businesses and everything that went along with it from creating business cards to like launching a website or sending out. Back then I was, when I was like in fourth grade, it was like sending mailers to people, which is so funny to think about. And now like your first step to start a business is probably like your Instagram handle. But back then it was like putting up flyers or, or stuff like that. So I always had the entrepreneurial spirit spirit. And I always knew that I would end up one day owning my own business. It was just a couple steps to get there for sure. (laughs) 
No, I feel like so many people can relate to that. Even me, I feel like I always knew I wanted to own my own business, do something for myself. Um, and I was one of those kids, like always making things to sell to people. And, you know, it would normally just yes. be my mom and dad, basically. <laughs> I love it. Exactly. And I love how when I was reading your bio, you mentioned that you hated writing thank you notes. So it's so ironic what you do today. <laughs> really? I mean, this is just one of those things that like, I cannot have planned becoming a custom wedding paper designer as a little girl if I like, there's just no way I could have expected that. It has just been a great vehicle for the Lord to be able to use my gifts and talents and um, allow me to do something that I love, like own my own business. And so it's kind of funny that it's full circle. I was the kid who hated writing thank you notes, but my mom just growing up in the South was always really on me, which I really love and appreciate. And I now see the value in, um, and I'm a thank you note fiend. So it's just funny <laughs> how it works out. I know. I feel like every kid's like that. Like my mom would always make me write thank you notes from a very young age, even through college. I, you know, whenever I had an interview or uh, networked with someone, I'd always write them. Uh, a thank you, a formal thank you. And I did always like though picking out the fun stationery and, you know, the paper and whatever it might be like a pattern or a color or um, anything like that. So it is, it's funny. <laughs> I know, me too. I loved that. So then when it came time for college, where and what did you study? Did it have anything to do with, you know, business or entrepreneurship or something else? That's kind of funny that you ask. Yeah, it kind of, but also kind of not. Um, I went to Sanford University in Birmingham, Alabama. So that's what took me from South Carolina to Alabama. And I went in as a marketing major. And my goal was to to work in publishing, maybe do something in marketing, eventually have my own business. But I really enjoyed like print and um, just creating beautiful layouts and I just, I always like to be surrounded by beautiful things. And so I really found that in, in publishing, whether it was in books or, or magazines, I loved it. And so that was the goal going into college. I was marketing major and Stanford's a liberal arts school, which I'm very grateful for because I was exposed to a lot of different business school classes. And so as years go on throughout Stanford, um, I had teachers speak into me and they were, they offered, they were saying, what about accounting or maybe finance? You seem to be like excelling in those areas. And I was like, definitely not accounting. That sounds terrible. Like I will not be an accountant. <laughs> and I I was learning more and more about finance and I did enjoy those classes. So I ended up just adding it on to my major. So it was a marketing and finance double major. And when I added the finance um, major, I was working for Good Grit Magazine here in Birmingham. I worked there for a couple years in college and I was their um, digital ad or I was their um, advertising ad director and I loved it. Like it was just the most fun job in the world. Um, it was a young magazine. So they like allowed me um, to step into a big role and I just learned so much and I loved the people there. But I was working there, but really struggling with I'm adding on this finance degree. Like, what if this is like an area that I'm being called to? I I just feel like I need to try an internship in this area to make sure that this isn't 
what I meant to do. And so I ended up interning with Regions Bank. Um, and then they hired me on Regions is headquartered here in Birmingham. So they hired me on um, at the end of my internship the summer after my junior year. And it was really appealing to me because I would have a job before senior year. And it was the biggest blessing, hindsight 2020, being that 2020 COVID hit and everyone was screaming for jobs. So I do not regret working there in the slightest, but it was very hard and not in the sense of like what I was doing was hard um, in the sense that like at this point I had already been running Paper Eliza part-time for four years. And so when I took on this new full-time job during COVID working from home, it was very isolating and it just was made like abundantly clear that that's um, not, it may be like using my gifts and talents, but it wasn't what I was enjoying. And so that is, I worked in corporate banking for two years and then I quit my job and now I do pay for Eliza full time. So that's a long answer to <laughs> just a simple where and what did you study question. But um yeah, I worked in corporate banking. <laughs> wow, that is so interesting, and I wouldn't have never guessed it. <laughs> um, no. So, how long then? So, how long have you been running your own business, and sort of how long did that take from when you were working um, then to starting your own business? I guess like more of the timeline. Sure. So, I started Paper Eliza my freshman year of college. Um, it was probably around like end of the end of freshman year. Um, I had interned for this amazing wedding paper designer here in Birmingham, but it was, it was very like on accident. Like she shared an office with this other, um, cute girl who did marketing and I was interning for her and kind of ended up doing work for both of them. So I, I understood what it took, but it was never like, oh my gosh, this job is amazing. Like I really enjoyed the marketing that I was doing for her, like the lady who was sharing the office with her. Like it was never like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be working in wedding paper, like at all. I um just had friends who were going to work at summer camp um that next summer after their freshman year. And asked me to make them stationary because they knew that I like, I was yearbook editor and I understood in design and, and stuff like that. And so I liked that. And I had worked with this other stationary designer and she like used a wholesale fulfillment printer here. So I understood like the steps, um, Mm -hmm. to create custom paper. And so my friends were just asking me to create stationary for them. And so that kind of spread word of mouth And like I said earlier, if people are willing to pay me for something, I'm like, this is my job now. Like (laughs) I jumped into it like full steam ahead. And I remember calling the wholesale fulfillment printer and being like, I would like to print 25 cards in envelopes. And they were like, okay, do you have an account? Like, let's set you up one. What's your business name? And I just hadn't even thought that far. I was just like, okay, first step, create the product and then like figure it out later. And I just on the spot was like Paper Eliza. And that's how Paper Eliza was formed. It was just kind of on the spot like that. But it really grew from word of mouth and college. I like to say my like products really follow my like customer demographic. I want to create products that um they like and they want to buy. And so in college, that was stationary sets and 
I would I would do these wall prints. Um, people would send me photos and I'd illustrate them. But in the long run, they're just like that's not a sustainable product. Um, and so I've just learned so much through the years and, and grown. And somebody asked me to do wedding paper. Um, they took a chance on me and asked me to do their wedding paper. And I remember like Googling what papers, I mean, I'm in college, like what papers <laughs> go into a, an invitation suite and like make sure I really did it well. And like just kind of figuring it out as I, as I went of like, yes, actually now I am a wedding stationery <laughs> designer, which is funny because I, when I worked for this, like she was so amazing and, and so smart and creative. Um, the wedding stationery designer my freshman year, like I never in a million years, like I never was like, that's what I'm going to do. Like I'm going to take what I've learned from here and go start this business. It was just like, that's just the way that um, my business grew and progressed. And so now I've, I've really done like a, a product time analysis um, and wedding paper is just the most profitable use of my time. And it's what I enjoy the most, getting to talk to brides and, and hear about um, the details that they want to include in their custom paper and make it really perfect. And so I love where I am right now. And that's kind of, that's, that's where I am right now. So I was doing it in college and then part-time, well, on the side as my side hustle when I was working in corporate banking and now it's my full-time job. That is so exciting. And first of all, I love your gumption. I love the fact that you figured out you had a business and um, you went to printers to figure out how to print them, um, which obviously you had some of that experience from your internship. But the fact that you put yourself out there and you're like, yeah, I can do that. Um, and what you said too is like when someone asked you to do their wedding invitations, you're like, I haven't done this before, but yes, I do this now. And that's my motto with life is say yes and then figure it out later. I've been asked to do so many random things in PR or um, events and parties that I've never done before. And I'm like, yeah, I offer that. And then I'm like Googling and, you know, just trying to figure it out. So I, I'm definitely the same mindset of, you know, saying yes, figuring it out and taking any opportunity to make money, honestly. Yes, exactly. I love hearing that. <laughs> so um, I want to talk a little bit more, I guess, about then when you went full-time uh, with your business. Like, Obviously, there's a difference between having something on the side or having a hobby um, and then having to rely on it as your full income source. So what was like the the mindset shift that happened during that time? Um, and what were some of, you know, sort of the the steps to making it, you know, obviously it was a business before, but like officially a full-time running business, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. It was a big leap, but I think that like if I had entered doing this full-time right out of college, I would not be prepared. Like not just financially, but just like mentally and emotionally of stepping into this full time. And so while like working in corporate banking and technically, like basically paper was a full-time job too. So working two full-time jobs, it was so exhausting, but it really showed me what I valued and really prepared me to like step into this wholeheartedly. Like I was so, like this sounds bad, but like pretty miserable working in corporate banking. It just was not me. And so by the time that I was ready to step into paper Eliza full time, I was like, this is what I'm doing. And like, if 
like, yes, I'm not going to be having like the same double salary that I had before, but I don't even care at this point until I can make it up again. Because of course, like you're able to take on more business when you're, when you're full time. So mm-hmm. that's never like a problem. Um, but it's always something you think about, like it, mm-hmm. you have to think about the finances and the, um, the not fun parts of owning your own business of not knowing that you're going to have a stable income. And I think just like being so miserable in my old job, I was like, I don't even care. Like, let's just do this. Like it's, it's time. And so I felt so sure and confident of stepping into paper, Eliza, that I, I didn't even look back. And, and to be honest with you, my first month of being full-time, it's like funny. I can look at like per month and the orders that came in, of course, but it was like probably one of my slowest months that I've ever had. And I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) like, oh, I like what's going on. Like I've been so busy and now it's kind of slow, but like the Lord's just blessed like this work like immensely. And like, it was scary, but I like felt so confident that this is where I needed to be that I was like, well, I'll just figure it out. Like this is month, but like, I know it's I, – I was just so sure of stepping into it that it was scary, but I knew it was where I needed to be. <laughs> yeah, and you obviously had you know, a, a long-term mindset that even when you decided to do it full-time on your own um, and you had that slow first month that you, know, you knew it was just sort of a season and that long-term it would be all right and um, you had goals for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so – Let's talk about Paper Eliza today. Obviously, it's evolved a lot. We talked about, um, and you focus a little bit more on weddings these days. Um, but I do know that you have stationery still on your site. Um, I love even when I was browsing, you had a little like dinner party kit sort of with a menu. And then um, I think there was even like a wine tasting on there. So tell me about what you have um, available to listeners to shop now on Paper Eliza and sort of what services that you offer there as well. I would love to. So we offer some just like non-wedding paper items as well, um, like custom stationery sets, um, which have the add-on option to add a personalized crest, which are really, really fun to do. And those are probably our most popular product right now is those personalized crests. So you can use it both for just regular stationery or they're really popular in wedding suites as well. But we also have um, like semi-custom stationery suites if you're not really sure what the design process looks like or if you're a little intimidated by it. We have some great semi-custom suites that we can just drop your name and initial in as well. Um, as well as just some fun things like bandanas and um, like little gift tags and stuff like that. Um, everything's pretty, pretty um, either semi-custom or custom or just for fun. Um, just grab it. But we really do focus on the custom wedding paper Um, which is really fun. A product that we just launched most recently is semi-custom save the dates that are letterpress. And so that's something that I've always just loved and wanted to create is some letterpress options. Um, And so that's been most recent, which has been really fun. But everything else is digitally printed and all in standardized sizes because the custom process is so not extensive, but like there's, it's just so wide open. Like we could design 
literally anything that the bride wanted um, and create there's just the opportunity to create some really special elements that tie back to the couple and um, it just makes me so happy to get to do and hear their story and um, put together a suite that that they had only envisioned. And so that's really what we focus on, but we also have some other fun little products on the side that if you're if you're not um, engaged or already married or you're single, like we don't want to close off our product offering to just be engaged. So that's kind of Paper Eliza. I love it. And you designed um, a custom stationery for me, and it has my two little Jack Russells. It has the Mountain Laurel um, flower, which is Pennsylvania's state flower, and then, of course, some pink. Um, and I love kind of – it's a little bit traditional, I feel like, your designs in terms of it. it's southern, and a lot of times it'll have like a name or a monogram um, or a, a sort of crest shape. But it's still so modern and – fun with what you you pull in from you know the couples whether it's a wedding or the individual if it's stationary so I, I love that aspect of it I feel like I there's not really anything too similar on the market that I've seen so you, you definitely have a niche there it's been really fun and it's interesting like people have asked me how do you figure out kind of what is your style mm-hmm. and I was like girl I did everything in the beginning like I would do literally anything that somebody asked me and now I'm really grateful that like these crests are pretty recognizable but they're they're now what people ask for like they see my previous work and that's what they want and so I I keep doing what what it's very um since it's custom it's very customer driven and so I'm so happy when I see that other people are requesting um, my stuff and not like they see what I really hate is when they see something from someone else and they're like, I want this. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Like if you want that, you need to go ask that. that Yes, exactly. Like, yeah, like coming to paper Eliza, like I'd love to do something that's paper Eliza, but I, I won't copy somebody else. So that's something that um, was really frustrating in the beginning, but also like I didn't have anything for them to, to see and to be like base off, base their custom designs off of. So I'm at, a, I'm at a good spot where I feel like I have established kind of my style, but it took a long way to get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's with every business I feel like. So yeah. yeah. Um, now, now that you're doing it full time, you're in it. Um, what would you say is the hardest part about the business aspect? Yeah. The hardest part would definitely be since it is all custom and there's only one of me, that's definitely the hardest um, is I have an awesome intern and she helps me a lot, but like just making sure that everything is completed on time and quickly. I want everything to be done really quickly for my clients and um, to respond quickly and, and just get things over to them in a timely manner. And it's really hard when there's one of me. And so that's definitely the hardest part, um, especially with like my name on the business. And so like definitely hiring out is something that is on my mind and, and what I'll think about, but, and what I am thinking about, but yeah, right now it's, it's hard, um, doing the creating and doing the emailing and proofing and, um, invoicing and all of the above, um, just solo, just one person. No, I I feel that too. You know, it's so hard 
delegating and also giving up some of your baby, it seems like a little bit, you know, it's, you have ownership in it. You, it, it is like your baby, especially I, I don't have kids yet. I know you don't either. So, um, it literally feels like giving up your baby a little bit and trusting someone with it. So a lot of businesses struggle there too. <laughs> I feel it. I get it. <laughs> now on the flip side to that, like what's your favorite part about your business and what you get to do these days? Yeah, probably my favorite part is I love just like completing a project. That sounds kind of dumb. I love everything. I love the process. But like when we finally reach this point and the bride is like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I was looking for. Like this is everything I could have imagined. You reach that point of like we've tweaked and we've we've made changes and we've reached the vision or or sometimes even – um, added on to the vision and made it even better than they could have imagined. Um, it's just so rewarding. Oh my goodness. I just love it. Um, yeah. Creating a product that was, was just like out of their dreams. That's yeah. definitely. And I'm sure, you know, you work so closely with your customers. So, um, I'm sure that's really fun and magical when you finally get that finished product and they just love it. It really is. I feel like I get to know them through the process. A lot of it is done through email. And so I'm able to work with um, brides across the Southeast, across, I have brides in California, just really across the country. And so it's really, really rewarding um, to get to hear about every person's individual style and story and and create a product that complements it. It's really awesome. <laughs> now, speaking of your customers then, um, What's been your best form of marketing? Like how have you gotten new customers? Is it, you know, social media, word of mouth, or, um, you know, were you featured in a publication? What would you say has been your best form of marketing? That's a great question. I definitely think Instagram has, that's like my main marketing marketing um, tactic and where I get the most um, traction, just like people sharing posts or um yeah, like even photographers um, just being in the wedding industry. And so they're posting about their photos from a wedding. The bride's posting about her photos from the wedding. I'm being tagged in those. And so there's just so much free content out there um, just being in the wedding business. So that's probably my best form of marketing. But if you think about it, like an invitation has my logo on the back or save the date. And so mm-hmm. odds are that you're sending a save the date or wedding invitation out to people in a similar demographic or like yeah. age group as you. And so odds are that they'll be getting married sometime soon too, at least somebody in the, in the invite list. And so <laughs> having my, having my um, logo on the back of a card and being sent out to that many people um, is in and of itself, just a huge marketing tactic. And, and I'm lucky that I, I have a product that allows me to do that. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to move more into the the TikTok space, but it's slow and steady. I yeah, I gotta get my nerve up. <laughs> oh, I know it's hard. TikTok is just like a whole beast of its own. <laughs> I know. I feel like I'd be bad at it, but I'm gonna try. <laughs> What's been one of your favorite pieces you've um, been able to design or work on? That's a great question. I feel like it changes so much. I like work on a piece and I'm like, oh, I'm obsessed. And then like 
I work on another and I'm like, it's perfect. <laughs> um, I think some of my favorite pieces, though, are some of my best friends that have asked me to work on their wedding paper, um, which is kind of like cliche. And even if it's like not my personal style, just having them um, entrust me with creating their wedding paper is like so incredibly rewarding. And I like could not be more honored to get to step into that with them. Um, so that's always like the pieces that that stick out in my mind the most. But also I'm just like so obsessed with our letterpress um, semi custom suites right now to save the dates. And so those are just top of mind since they're so new. So I'm loving them. Everyone go check them out. <laughs> Aw. Now, also then based on that, who would your dream collab be with? Whether it's a brand or, you know, a celebrity or influencer, and it could be to design just personal stationery or, you know, wedding suite too. Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I think I would I would probably say maybe launching like a semi-custom kind of sweet or set or or some kind of like thank you note um with over the moon would oh. be really cool the the wedding um blog and website yeah just, I just think that company is really amazing and really cool and so I think working with over the moon would be a dream collab Definitely. I just got married um, a month ago and I feel like myself and all of my friends are obsessed with Over the Moon. Like they just have such a good eye and curate such cool pieces. Um, So that's a great idea. (laughs) You really do. I'm obsessed. (laughs) So since this is the Preppy Podcast, I always ask everyone, what does Preppy mean to you? So how would you describe Preppy? I love that. Well, you were asking the girl who wore Lily Poulter every single day of middle school and high school. So you've come to the right place. But I think that like as I've gotten older, preppies like evolved that term to to me. Like it it no longer like means the colorful southern prints and bows that like my mom dressed me up in. Um and so to me it means timeless um and and um classic, I would probably say. And so I I would still consider a lot of my pieces that I wear preppy. And so these are the pieces that like you could have worn 20 years ago um, and like are still relevant and like J. Crew is bringing back today, which I kind of love. And so that's probably me. Timeless and um, classic. That's a great answer. And I think, you know, stationery and paper goods are definitely preppy there um, and classic there too. I agree. <laughs> so who are three of your favorite like people or brands uh, to follow that maybe people should go and check out on Instagram? Ooh, I love shouting out some friends. So <laughs> definitely number one would be the weekend. Um, it's a local shop in Birmingham, but they just launched their online store and they're incredible. I love their boutique. Um, they just curate the most beautiful collections of clothes. Like their pieces that they find are incredible. And I love their try-ons. They do these like fun try-ons every time they get new shipments in. And their commentary is just so good. It makes me want to buy absolutely everything. So the weekend. And then two other accounts that two other influencers that I like anything they post I'll probably buy is I love Kathleen Jennings with her skincare 
she just like I love every everything she posts. Her she's really into like masking, which I can only aspire to to mask like her. But <laughs> yeah, it's great skincare. And then I'm really into Mally Goldman right now. She has super cute clothes and also some like really good deals too. They're not all super expensive. She like has a good price range. And also she did this like jean try on most recently, which I feel like buying jeans online are so hard. And like all the ones she recommended were amazing. So those are probably three that I'm like following pretty closely nowadays. Those are all great suggestions. Um, now, since the holiday season is almost here, uh, what's one tip that you have for writing thank you notes this holiday season? Or even, you know, brides who just got married, like for writing their thank you notes. Do you have any tips with that? That's a good question. I would probably say do it as like soon as possible. Like as soon as Christmas ends, like December 26, write those thank you notes because – when you push them off, like they're just not going to happen. You're just yeah. going to keep thinking about them. And so that's always what my mom – I mean, my mom had us writing thank you notes like sometimes even like Christmas night. Like yeah. it was – because she just knew that we we would get busy and, mm-hmm. and forget about it. And so for brides and, um, and Christmas, like as soon as you get the gift and you open it, like you just need to write it. That would probably yeah. be my biggest <laughs> – And I would say even um, if you can't write it right away for whatever reason, to have a list of who gave you what, especially getting married. Like I tried to be super organized with that. So nothing went like unknown. um, And I actually was really good. I've already finished all of my thank you notes. And it's been – I got married September 17th. And right now as we're recording, it's only October 26th. So (laughs) That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone needs to be like, Patricia, please. (laughs) (laughs) Myself included. I needed sometimes I slack too. So, yeah. Where do you go for business advice or inspiration? Like, is there a book you've read or maybe like a blog or website? Like, where do you go for um, advice and tips when it comes to the business side? That's so awesome. That's a great question. Um, Well, I just have to shout out, of course my favorite podcast, Emily Landers, how'd she do that? She interviewed some awesome female um, founders and like creatives. And it's just like so encouraging, Um, especially when I was like working in corporate banking. I feel like I didn't know anybody else doing kind of what I was doing. I just didn't have any kind of like creative community. And I just loved eating or listening to that podcast. But like that being said, after I have um, stepped into this role full time, like the amount of creatives that I've like come in contact with or like formed friendships with through um, the Southern Sea, which Patricia and I both um, have gone to has just been so awesome and so encouraging. And I feel like I've made just really great um, business friends through that. And so that's, those are people who, who keep inspiring me, inspiring me. Um, on the business side of things and make my job a lot easier. Yeah. And more fun because you get friends and to hear from other people. So um, great tips. Now, what is next for you? Like, are you working on anything fun you can share or um, I don't know, maybe a new design? 
Yeah, we um, are definitely trying to expand more of our semi-custom products and so create some more um, semi-custom stationary sets, um, just more options on our site, as well as we're we're watching how, um, say, the Art Letterpress Save the Date sell to see if that's something we want to expand into um, and offer some semi-custom invitations as well. Um, just to see if there's a demand there. So those are some fun things coming up. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. That is very fun. Now, where can people find you? Let them know your website URL so that they can shop your products or contact you if they need something custom. Um, and then of course your social media handle. Yes, I would love to tell you. So I am paperelisa.com and you can browse my products, shoot me an email from there. But um, email definitely is probably the best form of contact. I am, I try to respond to all my DMs, but sometimes I can't get all of them. So if I'm being, if you think I'm ghosting you on DM, like, <laughs> please don't be offended. I'm just bad at it. And so shoot me an email at eliza at paperelisa.com. And of course, I would love for a follow and I'm paper from Eliza on Instagram. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Eliza. This has been so fun learning more about you and your business. Oh, it's so nice to get to talk to you. Thanks, Patricia. Thank you so much for listening to the Preppy Podcast. I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day. Please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcast and follow along with at the Preppy Podcast on social media. 